Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you chose Logan. I did, man. And uh, after watching this last night, it really concreted it for me. This is my in my top five greatest superhero movies. Did you watch the noir? Like of course. We agreed on? Of course I had to watch the noir. And I got to see, man, it really added a lot to it. I... To me. I have to agree. Like, like I didn't think it was going to do like, anything. It almost felt like I was watching like a fucking old Western or something, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it was just... It kind of drenched it in a little more drama if that's even possible because i mean obviously it's not a normal superhero movie this one's very serious toned and i love i think i mean for one i think we talked about it when it first came out um this is the wolverine movie we were all waiting on yeah this is the this is that r rating this is that hard r baby and i love that they let you know out the gate like, this isn't the fucking Fox movies anymore, guy. Yeah, the opening scene is he's just... He's sleeping one off in the back of a limo, dude, that he's fucking driving. Poor poor Logan has fallen so far. Yeah. He's fucking eking out, being a fucking limo driver for money. Mm. And Alcoholic. Yeah, well, I mean, he's hard into the, yeah, hard into the alcohol now, mm-hmm. and he looks like shit. Because I mean, fights like shit. Well, like healing, he can barely. His, his healing factor is gone to shit because he's getting older and yeah. he's been through so much. And then, uh, you, you take the alcohol into account too because he's he's not healing, so he's trying to numb the pain. So he's getting fucking hammered. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these guys are trying to steal the rims off of his limo, and he's getting out, and it's in Mexico. And I love it because they're all like just talking, you know, in Spanish, and he's like, guys, guys. This is a lease. Nobody's gonna want to ride in this thing if you take the if you scratch the hubcap. They just hit him with a double barrel shotgun to the chest. <laughs> Puto pitiche, you know. Then they go back to target. Mm-hmm. The guy's just like laying on the ground, like what the fuck. <laughs> First thing he does, man, he pulls these claws out. And, you know, in any other X Men movie, I thought it was really cool. Whenever he pulled the claws out, mm-hmm. people just ran like they knew what time it was. Right. These motherfuckers just grab more guns, like. <laughs> They're like in 2029. They're like, yeah, bro, mutants are gone. Like you're the first one we've seen in 10 years, but I'm still giving no fucks. We're gonna. Well, you brought a knife to a gunfight, so. And it's really shitty because like one of his claws doesn't come all the way out. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's just looking at it like, fuck. Bad time for performance issues. Right. And uh, I love it because the first dude he cuts the dude's fucking arm clean off, and it fucking still sh- the the muscles tensed up, and it still fired the shotgun into the car. <laughs> And then you get to see Berserker Rage, which is badass. He just gets up off the ground and starts cutting motherfuckers up. <laughs> when he s- puts that dude's claw through his fucking face, yeah. and you see them like riveting in and out of his face through the top of his head, I was like, that's what I've been waiting on for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, we finally got it. <laughs> so he kills like all but like fucking one of them. I can't think of... Uh- Fucking Wolverine's Berserker without thinking of Jason Mewes. Dude, this is another reason why I loved it so much. Because, like, that's why I said, like, this movie right here was for, like, real Wolverine fans. Yeah. I like the X-Men, but I love Wolverine. Like, that. this is the movie for you, man. Because Mm -hmm. it's it just, it fits all the characteristics of the, and if you've ever read the old man Logan storyline, like, obviously. Well, I heard it's not like. It's not exactly the same because, one, X-23 is not in that. Yeah. But I like that aspect of it more in this. Like, Old Man Logan is cool because it's like it pulls all these cool 
uh, Marvel characters out, like, and you get to see that cool dystopian future that, like, fucking the bad guys won. Right. And this is what's left. Mm-hmm. Uh, inbreed Hulks, everything. I mean, the book is... I'm not going to say it's any more dark than this, but some of the shit in it is, what, like, whoa. Like, uh, the Hulk is... Uh, he pretty much made his cousin She-Hulk, like, made her have kids with him so they could have Hulk kids. Oh, wow. So pretty... these younger Hulks are like a fucking gang. They, like, go around and, like, extort money out of people, and if you don't pay them, they fucking kill you. And uh, Logan has a family at this point because he's old as shit, and, like, he doesn't, you know, he's not living like Wolverine anymore, you know? He's just a, pretty much like a dirt, dirt farmer. Yeah. And they told him, like, you got to get this money or we're going to fucking kill you, yada, yada, yada. So Hawkeye shows up with one fucking arm, dude, and blind. And is like, yo, I need your help. This and that. And he's like, I'm fucking done. That I'm not that guy anymore. And he's right. like, well, I'll give you the fucking money you need. You come with me. Mm-hmm. And they're driving in the spider Jeep, which is like real fucking crazy because not a lot of people have like know about the spider Jeep. Like it crawls on walls and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. But it's like a prop from the comics that not a lot of people talk about, but Somehow Hawkeye's got it and <laughs> killed Spider-Man took his Jeep. Right. So he goes to, he goes to like, they, they end up having to go, uh, try to save his daughter. And when they're doing it, first of all, uh, the venom symbiote has taken over dinosaurs. So there's a venomized T-Rex just running loose in this fucking world. So I'm saying it's, it crazy. sounds like it's a the, lot more crazy shit going on. And like uh, Ant-Man dies while he's giant man. Yeah. And they call it Pym Falls. And what you do is you're driving through his fucking body skeleton, like his skeleton. Oh, wow. So it's it's just a lot of cool like shit to look Someone at. Someone was on fucking acid writing that storyline. Oh, my God, dude. And the Kingpin is in. He took over a prison because that's the safest place in the world is a prison. Right. So they get there and they find out that. Hawkeye's daughter murdered the fucking kingpin and now she's the new kingpin. <laughs> so the story just gets crazy and crazy and crazier. And then you find out that the Red Skull, he's the big bad. They get up there and he's wearing Captain America's fucking suit. Cause like he killed him and mm-hmm. like this, like he's gone crazy because he's got nobody left to fight. Right. And that's pretty much like, you know, Wolverine and him go at it. But it's a great story if you've never read it. But I'm gonna have to check it out because it sounds crazy. It is fucking cool as shit. Um, well, this one's not that crazy. This one's pretty... yeah. This one, this one, they like I said, they take the the basic meat of it, but yeah. then they add the, like I love the and I'm not usually big on the whole um passing the torch like the next generation, but she is the fucking she steals this movie. Oh yeah, hundred the girl that plays X23. I don't know her name. I'm gonna feel bad. Daphne Keen. Daphne Keen. Is a fucking goat. Like, yes. If they don't, if they make another thing using X23 and she's not in it, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And boycott it. Yeah. For real. Like, I'm no not point. even going to see it because she fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. She looks just like how she does as a kid in the comics and the fucking claws. They oh, even so... got the foot claw, bro. They even got the foot claw. Down. <laughs> they comment on it. Yeah. They got it, bro. Like, it is just. Mwah. Yeah. And she is kicking ass through this whole fucking movie just like him. Um, so yeah, it pretty much just shows him going through his daily life, driving people around Mexico, going between Mexico and Texas, and it shows him stopping off at a hospital to like get this medication from an orderly and he's kind of like doing it shady. So you're like, damn bro, you're an alcoholic and you're on fucking drugs. Like, Mm -hmm. 
But it turns out that he is taking care of Professor X. Right. Which I love this part of the story. Like, I think the reason why this movie is so great is because, like, I don't know. I'm just into superhero movies that, like, the shit's already gone bad. And now we have to try to fix it. Like, I think that's why I loved Infinity War and and Endgame so much. Because all the bad shit happened in Infinity War. And then Endgame, the first half of the movie was them trying to make it right. Right, right. I like shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. the, like the nightmare sequence in Snyder Cut. I want more of that, you know? I want a one-armed fucking cyborg with a Gatling gun fucking tied onto him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I yeah. think all that shit is badass. The The thing with this one, though, is I thought this picked up after some storyline, but it doesn't. It's kind of its own standalone thing. Well, they, that's another thing they changed in... And old man Logan Mysterio, the the Spider Man villain, yeah, puts him under a spell, and he thinks that he's being attacked by all these like villains like Sabretooth and Doctor Doom and like all these big time heavyweights, but they're not really trying to hurt him. They keep trying to like take him down, so he just goes fucking ape shit and just starts murdering the fuck out of everybody. And then when the spell wears off, he realizes that he killed all the X Men. Oh shit! Everybody. Even fucking Jubilee, Rube, like Rogue, everybody that he loved, everybody, he he was tricked into murdering all of them. So that's why he's like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. I'm not playing, I'm not being Wolverine anymore. So he goes out there. All and right. this, it's because Professor Xavier has Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah. And is now having seizures. And because his brain is such a fucking, since he's such a strong mutant, since he was like one of the most powerful mutants ever, Whenever he has a seizure, it fucking makes everybody within like a five mile radius start fucking steezing with him. Like, <laughs> and they that, stop breathing and everything. Yeah, like they're just fucking like stuck. Yeah. You know, like just the paralysis is what they say. I think they could breathe. No, because uh, Calabine says he's like any any longer. I would have been. I would have died. because I would suffocate to death. He's yeah. like, it was only a minute. He goes. It felt like a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to steve merchant i love that yeah guy. he's great in this movie yeah um i didn't recognize it was him the first time i watched it for some reason and then re-watching it this time i was like it's fucking steve merchant <laughs> he's an underrated actor in my opinion because he does comedy very well mm-hmm. and he was great in this as a serious role too yeah um i love him on the ricky gervais show yeah like him and ricky go at it with uh carl Pil- pilkington he was great in hall pass did you ever see that no Oh man, he plays like one of the guys in the gang. It's oh, hilarious. He pops up in the weirdest roles. So weird, but so <laughs> funny too. Um, but yeah, uh, so Professor X is is a, and that's what the medicine's for is to like help him with the seizures, right? Um, the uh, the water tower that he's in that's like a real place. The yeah. the director found it. Somebody told him about it, so he went out and looked at it. He's like, yeah, this is where we're shooting this movie. Yeah, shout out to James Mangold. He killed this. Mm-hmm. Like it was like he's like, if I only get a chance to make one more Wolverine movie, let me do it the way it needs to be done. Yeah. And and they did this it. I was gonna say at the beginning, but this is now better than ever. This is to me the best superhero movie that's ever been made. It's really close. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because what's like, your I think my favorite all t- I think all time yeah. uh probably just Dark Knight and maybe Snyder Cut maybe <laughs> maybe Snyder Cut I mean yeah I guess the Dark Knight because well like, Heath Ledger's performance will always probably be in my just because of that yeah. but um 
But if we're talking Marvel, like the only Marvel movies that I enjoy more than this is like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's just because Deadpool's just such a good time. Like you're just laughing and like you. Just, I was gonna say it's fun, but it doesn't have the heart that this one does. Right. This one, if we're just talking about complete movies, it's it's, it's definitely top five. But as far as Marvel goes, it's probably like number two because. I think Endgame's the only movie I cried in more than this one when I first saw it. Like, <laughs> It's just an epic movie. Well, I think it's because it's like it is with Endgame. It's the same way it was this. But I've been watching Hugh Jackman play Wolverine since I was fucking eight. Yeah. So for him to die in the fucking movie. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like it took a lot out of me. Right. Bro. Like just like I love you 3000. Like how do you like you have to have heart if you don't feel that shit. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm glad they went out with the heart because if this would have, it would have sucked if he went out on a shitty movie. You know what I mean? Like if Origins would have been the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like the Wolverine, the one where he goes to Japan. I just wish that that one would have been rated R because it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But then they ended up fucking pussy it out at the last second. You know what's funny is looking through my collection, I have it. I don't think I've ever like sat down and watched it. I think a, a lot of people would like it a lot more if... They would have done Silver Samurai the right way. Yeah. Don't put like a fucking million year old man inside of this fucking animantium armor. (laughs) Like it should have been like you sucked Wolverine's life energy or whatever out and make yourself young again. Mm -hmm. Then put the armor on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be just a man in the armor, not a man in a fucking robot armor. I don't know. I think that fucked up a lot of it for us. (laughs) But, uh. But there's still a lot of cool shit in it, man. Like watching it fight the motherfuckers on top of the bullet train and stuff. And I think like, I need to sit down and watch it one day. Cause... It's got some cool parts, but this one is like there's no box unchecked. Right. There's not a single box. And you would think like, oh, it's just X. It's just Professor X and Logan and this girl running around in this world, you know, like, is it going to be enough to carry it? And it is, man. Well, it's also, I love the... Uh, underlying comments about like corporations mm-hmm. how they get rid of something so they can copyright something else like mm-hmm. they do that with beans mm-hmm. you know like uh, Monsanto yeah. does that with seeds I mean like they copyright se- or how do you do that <laughs> it doesn't make any sense but that's what they're doing is they're trying to kill off all mutants so they can grow them in a lab and then now they own these mutants that they grew in a lab. So I love that little underlying message that's in the movie. Yeah, I love... Uh, by the way, Boyd Holbrook, fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I love him in Narcos. Uh, he does a great job of playing the Reaver, the, the lead Reaver in this. Um, that's another cool thing. I mean, the Reavers, man, that's a that's an X-Men... Um, Easter egg that a lot of people like, unless you're a big X-Men fan, you know, the Reavers, that's what they did. And Bishop's timeline, who is another X-Men character from the future, like Cable, they're hunt. All the mutants are hunted down by these Reavers. Right. And like, that's how they get pushed to extinction. Like damn near. Yeah. In that timeline. So I just thought that was cool that like now Logan's like one of like 12 mutants left in the world. And you know, that's what it's all about is like, they're going extinct. And because of X-23, now there's a new chapter. So I feel like, and that's another thing that just like, it sucks because you know, whenever these characters go over to the MCU, all this is going to get fucking washed over. Yeah. yeah, Retcon because you can't have the end before you've had the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like if you're ever going to do an X-Men overall timeline, storyline, whatever, this is the way you end it. Like, you can't end it in it because obviously we need these fucking characters for movies. But (laughs) 
you kill off Gen 1, but then you have a badass lineup of Gen 2. Like, a lot of those kids that play that are, I'm assuming, are going to be Alpha Flight or whatever because they're going to Canada, but, like, Richter, that's an actual comic book. The kid that can fucking move Earth and shit. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. cool as fuck. Um, you know, they those little kids were some fucking soldiers, man. Like, those poor little fuckers. Yeah, whenever they... I. I know we're jumping around, but uh, <laughs> whenever they got, what is his name? Boyd Pierce or Boyd Holbrook. Holbrook. Whenever they stood around him and they were all using their powers like. Uh, no, that was cool. Uh, uh, Captain Planet kind of style. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one kid that could control the grass and shit. Yeah. That was cool. She took all the splinters and fucked the people up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, we're jumping ahead. But anyway, so he's just pretty much. Try to take care of Professor. And here's one thing that I picked up on last night watching this that I did not the other times. I think he was going to kill him. I think he was going to kill Professor X. You think so? That's why he was getting him the boat. Take him out in the ocean. You don't think he was just taking him out there to kind of like leave him? Well, I thought about it, but then it was like he was becoming more and more and more dangerous by the day. Yeah. And he even drops little hints through it. And uh, like after they're leaving the Vegas after he has to go through there, it says 300 people were hurt in Las Vegas today. This is the second time it's happened since 600 and something people were hurt in the Westchester, New York, while most of the original members of the and then he cuts off the radio. Mm. So it's letting you know that not only is this the first time that he's done this. But like the last time, that's why I said they changed it from the comics. It's not Wolverine that killed everybody. It was Professor X. He had a seizure and fucking killed all of the X-Men. Yeah. Except Logan. Yeah. Because of his regeneration powers. Right. He was the only one that was able to fight it off long enough to live or whatever. But see, that's what I thought was just so cool. Like, or not cool, but like crazy. Because I was just like, he loves this man like a father. But he doesn't want to let him hurt anybody anymore. So he takes him on this boat out in the middle of the fucking ocean. And then you kill him and lay him out 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 to sea. You know, he was 90 years old, you know yeah. what I mean? And he's like, you, he kept saying, it. he's like, you're waiting for me to die. You're just waiting for me to die. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Cause he probably was like, I took you down to Mexico. I put you in this fucking dish, you know, to, to suppress your shit because you're fucking, what does he call him? He goes, did you know that the government considers him a weapon of mass destruction now? Like, cause it's true. Like the most powerful fucking mutant in the world becomes a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And like that, I just I love the writing for this movie. Like, oh, it's solid. That's it, why I was saying it's like one of the best. There's not one part of the plot that you're just like left going like, damn, they never sewed that up, or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like this was the. It's a very tight script. It's a fucking perfect swan song. Like, I know why. You know, everybody's like, you know, Hugh, you got to come back, bro. You got to come back and do a Deadpool movie. You got to come back and do a an X Men cameo. It, I would be perfectly happy with this. Mm-hmm. If Hugh Jackman, I know why he feels that way now, because this is a perfect fucking movie for him. Yes. He's like, I can't top this, guys. Right. Like, there's no way. This character, this is the exact send-off I wanted. He goes, mm-hmm. and they let me get gory on the last time out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, he was still fucking jacked playing it, but like, had to be a little bit better knowing that you were going to be fucked up looking, and you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to keep it like kind of clean like you do in the past, but... um. So him and Caliban are talking and Caliban is a, a, a super, he has super senses. Like he can smell, that's how he tracks people and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's a bloodhound for uh He humans. said, I'm a glorified truffle pig because yeah. that's all I can do is pretty much like, he's like, I thought you were supposed to see shit. He's like, I could fucking smell, track 
You know, he's like, I'm not a fucking clairvoyant, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause Caliban's like, I know you're trying to buy a boat and I know you're going to leave me here. And he's like, no, I'm doing it so we can all get out. here." he's like, Phew. he's like, what am I going to do? Living like a vampire under your boat, making him <laughs> spotted dick. He's like, so whatever. And then he goes into it. He's like, I know you're not healing. Right. Whatever is inside of you is killing you. He's like, I can smell you dying. Yeah. Which is like a fucked up thing. Like, hey, you could just smell somebody's like dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they say that about animals. Like, they can smell cancer in people. Yeah, like, how crazy. crazy is that? That is nuts. But it's, yeah, the an- animantium is poisoning him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that animals can do is like, they know when storms are coming. Yeah. Like, how fucked up is that? Like, they know when like big shit's about to happen. Yeah. Like, that's why they always say follow the animals. <laughs> The animals just start mass leaving a fucking area. Like, y'all should probably head out. To right, them. right. Uh, but yeah. Um, so he goes back in and he's trying to get this boat. And that's when he gets visited by Boyd Holbrook's character, who is telling him that he's like, there's a lady looking for you. He goes, we thought you were in Phoenix. He goes, but buddy of mine <laughs> You like the, the joke there? Thought you were in Phoenix? Oh, yeah. I just now realize that. Like, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. But it makes sense. He goes, but it looked like a wild animal got a hold of. But we mm-hmm. both know that ain't true. Because this is a 24 Chrysler. Uh, so he pretty much gives him a card. He's like, you need to call me if these people get with you. Right. So he's uh, working a funeral. And this woman walks up and she's like, Wolverine. Wolverine. He's like, get the fuck away from me, lady. I don't need this bullshit. Yada, yada, yeah, yada. he doesn't want to be a hero anymore. He just wants to fucking exist. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me die peacefully. Right. So she almost runs him over with her fucking fiat. And then that's when you get the first glimpse of X-23. And he goes on. Well, he gets a call after he drops these people off for the funeral. He gets a call about it, like a ride, like a pickup. So mm-hmm. not only is a limo driver, I guess he's an Uber, too. But uh, he shows up to this shithole hotel and the nurse is there and he's like, lady, stay the fuck away from me. Like, I'm not that guy anymore. Right. And she's been shot, you know, and uh, he pulls her in there and he's like listening to her story. And she pretty much gives you the backstory. Like these kids were created in a lab. They were having real mothers, but their fathers were mutants, powerful mutants, DNA. Where it's just made in a test tube and shot into the mothers, you know? And he was made. You know, obviously, they got his DNA or whatever. And he doesn't believe that she's his daughter or whatever. Because he hasn't seen her work yet. <laughs> so he's just like, she's like, she's your daughter and this and that. And he's like, nah, fuck that. I don't have any kids, you know? So he pretty much tells her like, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, then she shows him 20 grand. And he's like, fuck, I need money. <laughs> and he's by the boat. Can't afford the boat. So he's like, all right, I'll be back. So he goes to like round up Professor Caliban and everything, and uh, while he does it, um, they show up. And when he's inside, like trying to get Charles together, he said, uh, "Logan, whose stuff is this?" And he's like, "What?" And then that's when uh, Hoyt Holbrook comes up, and he's like, "He's like." That ball belongs to who I'm looking for. You know, I know she's here. And he's like, why'd you lie to me? And he's like, I never lied to you. And then this dude gets in out of right field with a fucking tire iron. <laughs> she, she got an arm on her. 
she fucking knocks his ass out cold. And then she goes inside and uh, Professor X had been talking about uh, he had been he had been communicating with a young mutant. Yeah, telepathically. And he was like, there are no more fucking mutants, Charles. We're it. Like, and he's like, so keep me away from that fucking albino. You know, and like he's just like, it is sad because like when you see, uh, first of all, Patrick Stewart is an amazing fucking actor. And like, this is one of my favorite roles for him because he kills this shit. Uh, I'd say that or Picard, man. Like, you know, but when he's sitting there and all he's remembering is the fucking commercials on the radio and he's doing them like word by word when you first see him because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's got Alzheimer's. So like he's losing his shit. Right. Like, he, he's like, one side, sir. And Logan's like, I ain't got time for your shit today, Chuck. And he's like, I don't know who you are or whatever. <laughs> He ends up falling out of the chair or whatever, and uh, he starts having the seizure, and then that's when Logan has to fucking stick him. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, now you remember me? And he's like, I always know who you are. I just get confused sometimes. And it's super sad. It is sad, especially if you've uh, you've experienced that before, because right. my grandmother had dementia, and she would like forget who people were and... But it's like, it's still, it, it holds more meaning to me just because of the fact that like, even though they talk like shit to each other and like, but you've seen their relationship from the first movie to this. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they really do love each other and you know that he loves, has a lot of respect and love for this man because that's why he's doing any of it. They have that nice little part where they're all writing together and they see this family and he's like, that's my father and my daughter. And, you know, they may not be exactly that but that's really what they are yeah because i mean you know that that he goes because he was saying he's throwing it in his face more when they're saying it but he's like when we found you you were a fucking cage fighter scraping by he's like you were a fucking animal and we took you in we gave you a family i mean we want to go back and watch those old x-men right and then like first met him and then you think it's gonna like do something to like be like you know what you're probably right but like he's just like and now they're all fucking gone Mm mm-hmm so it's just letting you know like how much shit they've been through together. Yep. And uh I think it I think it just makes like I said, everybody in this movie fucking kills it. Like there's not one part of this movie that I'm just like, fuck man, you know, that could have been better. You know, but so they have it's another awesome fight scene. I I'm not doing it justice, but that's when you get to see how badass she is. I love that she's sitting sitting there eating uh cereal. Watching and them come and in. Knowing that they're right behind her with guns and everything, and she's just waiting. Just waiting for her move. You hear, oh fuck. <laughs> and then she comes out with her little backpack on, and he's like, he's like, All right now, calm down. And she just rolls the fucking head Chucks out there. The head at him. <laughs> And then she kills about two, three more and then takes off. And he's like, don't fucking shoot her. She heals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm thinking to myself, like, why the fuck did y'all have all these guns then? Why wouldn't y'all just have tranks? I think it was a, uh, it was for exposition to let you know that she heals without, you know. So she goes back in there. Well, then Wolverine, he freaks out because now they found Charles Xavier in the back. So he goes over there and starts fucking killing a couple of them. Well, then they all start beating his fucking ass. And she goes in and it's super cool, man, because she takes all these fucking guys like stealth style, jumps down from the fucking rafters, stabbing them in the fucking neck, stabbing them in their fucking legs. Yeah, when they think they have a hold of her, she puts that foot, whatever it is. The foot claw, bro. Foot claw out. (laughs) 
dude, when she slides underneath that dude and then fucking stabs him three times in his fucking carotid artery. I'm like, God damn, she's good. Like to be so young and to be such an efficient killer. Like I didn't add up the body count. I should have done that last night, but I think she gets more kills than him in this. Oh yeah. Um, it's a little bit closer because of that last that last fight. He gets a bunch. He but, does, yeah. Uh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> and then uh, what? Another thing that I loved about it because it's like, who is the bad guy in this movie? Obviously, time and uh, the Reavers or Transgen, which is actually a real company too, by the way, in the X Men universe. Well, it's the uh, because the guy that put the animantium in Wolverine is that guy's son. Yeah. He's like, I think I killed your dad. He's like, I think you did too. Yeah. Like, cause uh, he's like, this man right here is responsible for wiping out your kind. Show some respect. And he's like, I really wasn't trying to stop mutants. He goes, I was just trying to improve them, mm-hmm. make them perfect. You know? Cause like, that's what all bad scientists do. So they stopped having, because they, cause they made these kids to be weapons. Right. Well, the problem is they didn't treat them like children. They treated them like fucking animals. Mm-hmm. And the older they got, you know, they start getting feelings and stuff. And then these nurses are like raising them like their mothers, you know? And like, he's like, it's a really cold scene when the lady's showing like all of her, sh- her found footage and stuff. He's watching it on her cell phone. And, uh, you know, they're trying to have a birthday party for these kids. And they're like, they're not fucking kids. Don't look at them as children. Look at them as pro as, as brand or a product or whatever. Yeah. And that's when they say, uh, they're like, we fucked up. We raised them to have emotions. So we, <laughs> he goes, we don't kiss boo-boos. We don't dress them for Halloween. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. And then they just start like trying to kill these kids and the nurses like, fuck it. Like they pay it together and try to escape as many as they could. That poor kid that runs out under the roof. They'd rather kill himself than fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. Day. It's like, pretty sad. It is, man. Like it's a very serious like tone, but it, I think, I think it, like affects us so much because a part of us feels like there's probably something along those lines that has happened in history. Right. I would, I mean, obviously it's not like super soldiers. Or right. Like that, but I know. mean, you don't know. They may not be mutants, but they try, probably tried to make some like superhuman super soldiers and they were kids and it didn't work out. So they had to like, lessons are so shitty about like, like the Holocaust, like they did all those experiments on Jewish people mm-hmm. just to see if they could do it. Yep. Just to see if it could be done. So shit like that. I mean, yes, throughout human history, I'm sure there's people out there that have done horrible things. And I think that's what like, yeah, that's why this affects us so much. Cause you're like, shit, that's, that shit's happened before. In all my years of movie watching and TV watching, I would say like the one things that will always get people worked up the most is if you hurt kids or if you hurt animals. <laughs> And for real, like any movie that they hurt kids or they hurt animals, you're going to fucking hate whoever's in that right then. And that's why I think John Wick works so well is because in the beginning they go ahead and do that. That way you're on his side. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it does a good job of doing this because it makes you know that these people got to go. Yeah. You know, so when they do get clipped later on in the movie, you're like, fuck, yeah, they deserved it. Mm -hmm. And they all get brutally, which is even better. But so. She kills everybody. He kills everybody. They get away by doing the super cool like train thing, which would never happen in <laughs> the <Alabama>. train thing. <laughs> yeah, they have to beat a train, right? Um, but he uses he uses another dude. He uses the other truck. It's kind of smooth when he fucking flips it, dude. That truck somehow got caught on the end, and the truck blew up and 
push them up and over to get them around. Right. <laughs> and it was like a never ending train. So they just took off. But so then they go to Vegas and uh, they're hiding out in the hotel. And this is a really good scene, too. Uh, Logan goes to ditch the limo because it's all shot up and shit and get a new get a new truck. So he's waiting on it, and then that's when he's looking into the money and everything and watching the rest of it. Kind of put, trying to put all the pieces together, like, you know, where am I even going to take this fucking kid? Like, mm-hmm. all I have is to go to North Dakota. So he starts looking at it, and they got comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, fun fact, I did not know this until I watched the movie, but those, those are those, not real. Those are none of those comics. You cannot get any of those comics. They yeah. don't exist. I, I found that out, too. I was like, that sucks, because like I was real deal going to be like, I'm buying these issues. That way I can say, I have the issues that are in Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turns out none of them are real. Yeah, they had to bring in a real comic book artist to draw them up just for the movie. Yeah, it's just crazy. Which is insane. Like, think of how many thousands of fucking issues of real X-Men they could have used. Yeah. And they were like, no. Nah. No, we're going to make them up. I'm surprised they didn't come out with them afterwards, though. You know what I mean? Well, uh, they did come out with an ongoing Old Man Logan series, mm-hmm. which it doesn't like take place after this, but like it's kind of like the sequel to the original Old Man Logan so, I mean, he's, he's doing different shit, but I see. he's got the gray and he's old as fuck. So it's cool. So I'm going to have to read that old man, Logan. Now I, it's awesome, man. Run. <laughs> yeah, I su- definitely, definitely suggest you pick it up. Yeah. I just got that. Uh, I don't know if it's the newest Deadpool, but I just picked up the bad blood series. Rob Liefeld came back to Marvel to, to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm interested. I just got that. Yeah. So. I'm not going to act like I know what any of that means. I know what Deadpool means, but <laughs> Well, Not a comic book guy. Rob Liefeld created Deadpool, but oh, I see, I see. he also cr- helped create Image Comics with uh, Todd McFarlane. Oh, I see. So he owns, he created Deadpool, but like, you know how Marvel doesn't really give people their characters? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to come back and do a series, you know, we'd love to work that out with you, but you're not taking it with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what, uh, what's his name had a problem with uh, Spawn. Like, he didn't own the Spawn character, even though he created Spawn. So, he's been, like, in this, like, battle well, trying that, to get his... Well, that's the thing about it. Tom McFarlane is the only one mm-hmm. that owns his character all the way out. Right. Because he owns... Because he took... Because he made that the flagship character for Image Comics. Yeah. So, when you see Image, you see Spawn, you see Tom McFarlane. And now Tom McFarlane has gotten so big with his own shit... Like now, DC and Marvel fucking sell their toy molds to him so he can make, because he makes the best toys out right now. Expensive as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I just have always thought that was cool because, like, that Tom, Todd McFarlane is that guy that bet on himself all the way. Because he's like, I could have kept going. He's like, I could have kept, I could have. Okay, done. so I misspoke. He just, own, he's owned Spawn yeah, yeah. ever since he created well, it. Well, that's the thing. Like, every time they would be like, hey, you know, we'd love to make a Spawn this or do that. And he'd be like, what do I got to give up? And they'll be like, oh, no. No, okay, yeah. It's my shit. So that's what it is. He owns the character, and he won't license it out to anybody. Just him. Yeah. And, I mean, he's made fucking millions, dude. Mm -hmm. They're working on the new I know. Jamie Foxx is going to play him. I'm (laughs) super excited about it. Yeah. I like the Spawn movie. Mm -hmm. I get it. There's, you know, the CGI. I mean, it's not a great movie. And it's cheesy, but, like... It's cool, At the end of the day, it's a fun movie. Because I do... I think, uh... Michael J. White is a fucking honestly a badass. Mm. Like I'll watch anything with him in it at least once. Right. Uh, but yeah, I loved like I remember as a kid, I went and saw that in theaters. They need to bring so, back. Uh, oh, my God. I can't think of his name. John Leguizamo. Cla- yeah. 
Yeah, as the clown. Back as the oh, clown. yeah. That would be amazing. You know he got sick as shit, that part where he eats that maggot pizza? No. Those were like actual maggots on there? No. Yeah, and he was supposed to take a bite from a certain spot, but when he did, he got a piece of one in his mouth, and it made him sick as fuck for like three weeks after that. Did not know that. Yeah. That makes me kind of nauseous, because... Because when you watch the movie the next time, and he takes that big-ass bite of that, just know that he really got one. The maggots make you sick like that? I, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, it, it'll make you throw up because it's fucking disgusting, but I didn't know they made you sick. Yeah, I just remember he they, he ended up getting sick as fuck from it. They had to stop. <laughs> he had to stop shooting for a couple of days. Did not know that. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, and the way he shot it, like that's he's not like it is. He's in a suit, obviously, but like they didn't make him any taller. Not like he just is that small. Yeah, like, he's just fat. It just, just made him like larger. <laughs> right. He's just that tiny. Yeah. I I just thought that was crazy. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the new spawn. Yeah, but, that'll uh, be fun. So they get to Vegas and Logan's getting the new truck. He's mm-hmm. finding out all this backstory about Laura. And as soon as he gets back into the hotel, he feels it. And all of these fucking car alarms start going off. All these people are just fucking stuck, dude. Yeah. Like, it's such a cool scene, man. And like, <laughs> the closer he gets, the worse it gets, obviously. Mm-hmm. And when he gets out of the hotel or when he gets out of the elevator, he sees the fucking Reavers guns out like trying to kill this fucking guy and he starts clawing the walls yeah yeah just to get to where he has to go i think when uh i was looking through the fun facts like one of the first ones is uh when charles xavier suffers from his seizures hugh jackman did not act as if he was being pushed away instead he was held back by a rope pulled by two men in order to get give it a more realistic portrayal so that was cool yeah and I love it because, like, those guys, the Reavers that he kills in that scene, like, they all know I it's love coming. That they see it coming. They and can't he just, do anything. I love how it slows everything down. Yes. It's kind of like that movie Dread, slow-mo. They yes. use the drug to make the film more impactful with the yeah. slow motion. So he does the same thing. So he's slowly l- l- putting those blades into their face, and they just see it coming. And they're, like, so stuck. They can't even, like, the one dude, he just leans his head into the wall because he can't even fall down dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> You see Laura on the floor with the fucking syringe and she's trying her best with her little oh God bless her little heart. She can't get there. So he kills everybody and then finally fucking sticks him. And it's just a really good shot when he's pushing him out of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Charles is fucked up about it, man, because he's a good person. He doesn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't know. He knows in this moment that that it's his fault, but like he doesn't remember doing all this shit. So he just like thinks it's the first time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like and, like these people have no idea it's you. Right. Um, I love that the uh, the little girl suffers from it too, and they have to get you work together to mm-hmm. get the serum to Xavier <laughs> to get him to stop. I thought that's why she was so great at this because she plays it so good. Like you really think like she's mad at him for something that he had no idea about. Like. You know, I've been in this fucking lab suffering, and you're just out here not giving a shit. And he's just like, I'm, I'm not your fucking dad. Like, right, you, know, right. you used me out of a fucking test tube to mm-hmm. make you. And there's a part later on when he's like, look, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. He's like, I got you here. I got you with your friends. You got your Lila and your fucking Robert and everybody. Like, I fucking suck at this. Yeah. 
He's like, everybody I care about fucking dies. And then she says the coldest shit back to him. She goes, well, then I ought to be all right. Then. Yeah, yeah. Because she thought that he was only doing it for the money. And he's like, I even gave back the fucking money. Like, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to be not a piece of shit, but like, it's not working with you. And it's it's just like her character goes through so much. Her whole little young life is just fucking. And she barely says anything through the whole movie. Oh that's God. the funniest and part. Th- that's how you know she's going to be a fucking great star because yeah. she gets it so she gets so much by in this movie just off of attitude and looks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the fucking when she turned her head and, you know, like you could see the disgust in her face when yeah. they would say some shit she didn't like or, you know. I love little elements, too, because she is a child. Right. Like she's riding the pony outside of the convenience store. Yes. And, and she doesn't have any more coins and she's it stops. So she's ready to fuck it up. He's like, no. And then he puts a quarter in it. just Last so ride. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I, I love those <laughs> just sprinkles of like yeah. she is a child. She's going to act like a child. So. And it, it is. Cause it's great because it's like. Hugh Jackman has a good way of playing like he would be the best great shitty father mm. you know what I mean like even though that I know him as like you know he's family man and all this shit like you know Hugh Jackman's like one of the best people ever right but he does such a good job of playing Wolverine and like that's exactly what a shitty dad would say like you're welcome by the way for your fucking quarter horse ride like <laughs> And he tells her not to fucking steal, and then he steals three things and yeah, walks yeah, yeah. out the fucking store. Like <laughs> it's just perfect, you know. It's like um, if it wasn't to have to do about superheroes, this would be like the best, like like on the road movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know just a, I mean? a father and yeah, a just, shitty father and his daughter. Right. Uh, it's got to got like that um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not a comedy, and uh, there's but it does ones. have those comedy elements. Yeah, it. you just can't help but laugh. Yeah. Um, so they're they're back on the road after Vegas, and then that's when they have these automated trucks, which I feel like is really going to be a thing. Oh yeah, that's um, somebody took a TikTok of one of those trucks, one of those semis, just being autopiloted. That's scary. Yeah, dude. Oh, have you seen the plane, the uh, taxi taxi plane, whatever? No. Yeah, they have a dr- a drone that's the size of a small plane, and they're going to start using them as taxis to get people around. I'm like, no, nah, you got to give me ten years before i'll get i'm not gonna one. be the first guy to die right. in the taxi drone like i'm not gonna be that guy <laughs> who's that crazy fuck yeah you know? i i don't have my i don't have enough faith in technology to... there's nowhere i need to get that fast or that, <laughs> that, that important you know what i'm saying i'll fucking drive so like i get that like all right if you're going from like north side to south side okay that makes sense you're gonna get you a little airplane taxi but like yeah i'm getting in in florida i'm gonna need to ride to alabama Ooh, what if it malfunctions like, Right, you just I fall. Mean, like, there's does it come no... with a fucking parachute in it that like I can bail the fuck out? Like, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that technology, that sketch, the technology is upon us. I don't even know if it's the plane. I mean, it's definitely the plane aspect that scares me. But I would get in a fucking car that's drove by like a robot. Either. I mean, people are doing that with the Teslas. I, I get it. That's what brave. Yeah. You know what's crazy is the motherfuckers that like oh, I could drive it, but let's just let the fucking Tesla do it. Like, the people that go to sleep. They have they have countless no, people that are putting no it on way. autopilot and then going to bed. There's no way. <laughs> no way I'm sleeping a fucking instant. Like Oh, yep. This has got it. Elon's yeah. got me. I'm just gonna <laughs> lay back and take this fucking nap. Like what? Yeah, there's no way I'm going to sleep in a car. This is how iRobot happens, bro. This is how the machines win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, stop being lazy, motherfuckers. Drive yourself to the store. <laughs> How are Go, you that tired? Like, like for real, like stay home. 
Or either that or get rich enough to have somebody drive you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? like, not a robot. Not a fucking robot. Definitely not the car. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, the semi runs up off the road and all these horses get out. And then Charles Xavier has to use his powers to kind of calm the horses. You know what I was thinking? It was kind of sad, too, is like being the, like, his, uh, in the X-Men world, he is like that guy. You know what I'm saying? He could control anybody he wants Mm -hmm. when he was on top of his game. Right. And it looked like it took so much effort just for him to wrangle those fucking stupid ass horses back together. And it's (laughs) just like everything out of him. For real, like this poor fucking guy went from the the, the upper echelon of that to like this. That's what happens when you get old. God, dude. It's like a really bad thing of like, um, that's another message that I feel like when people were like, how things. When things change, old, the old just gets thrown to the side. Mm-hmm. That's what I really felt like they did with this guy. It was like, this dude was like this influential, super powerful guy, and then now he's being drug around like a fucking... Corpse. Know, like a living well, corpse, A living yeah. corpse, yeah. Um, so they helped this family out, and... I like know, this element, because they didn't really have to put this storyline in here, but I'm kind of glad it's here. It gives it a little more heart. Right. Because his family takes them in, gives them some food, a place to sleep. Well, this is another reason why I thought that he was going to kill Charles, because he doesn't want, I mean, he knows that they're putting these people in danger by going to their house, but it's also because, like, he's just trying to get rid of this fucking kid mm-hmm. so they can get back to what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Charles jumped at it, like, the first chance, they're like, oh, let's get you a meal. He's like, yep. You know, like, Charles knows that he's about to die. Mm-hmm. So like he's wanting to enjoy all this shit, and he even says it when Charles or when he when Logan puts him to bed, he's like, "This is the best night I've had since I can remember." Yeah, because God knows how long he's been in that water tower, and he's like, "And I know I don't deserve it, you know." He's like, "But we gotta, we gotta help Laura because that's all that matters is is mm-hmm. continuing on, you know, the continuing the legacy." Right. You know, and she's your daughter and this and that. And he's just not trying to hear it. Like, yeah. get some rest, you know. And he helps the dad go down. And it's a pretty cool scene because, like, you know, you get to see Logan be an asshole for a good for a good reason. All right. You know the drill. Time for you to go play Okie Dickhead somewhere else. <laughs> it's just great. It just sucks because you, in this short little scene, you get attached to this you family. You fall in love with this family. You're like, God, they're such good people. And then they fucking torch X-24 all of them. 24 murders the fuck out of all of them. Yeah. Man. So was that really Hugh Jackman playing It was. It, it was? was? Okay. I you was know, wondering if that was CGI or what. See, here's the crazy thing. That's how he looked at the time when they shot it. All the, the gray and... They had to de-age him? No, they, or, or, or they had to, they had yeah, to age him that's rather. All makeup and shit. Yeah, like, you know, Hugh Jackman don't look that rough in real life. You know what I'm saying? I just saw a picture of Hugh Jackman last week. That motherfucker's in better shape than me. Yeah. Still got the 18 pack. <laughs> what and is he, 60 now? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, he's he's got to be at least 50. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, that's what I was wondering. I can't tell if they aged him or de-aged him. I'm sure there's a little, you know, oh, movie a magic. little bit, A little bit of both. Right. But, um. But yeah, he's still jacked as fuck. Like he's still playing the same guy. Like he said, it was weird having to shoot both. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but yeah, X twenty four is a clone of of Wolverine, and he yeah, is, he's devoid he's just, of all emotion. That's exactly. what they were going for. He's just a fucking killing machine. Yep. And this dude r- runs through this family, murders poor Charles, fucks up X twenty three, just beats her a little ass. 
kills this whole, goes through this whole family like they're fucking nothing, which, I mean, you know, compared to being a mutant, I guess. So, Logan fucking sees that he killed Charles and all that, so Logan's about to give him what he's got. Yeah, yeah, he loses it. He goes out there. He goes super berserk. Full berserker rage, bro. Cuts this motherfucker a hundred different ways, and he just eats it. And then he just fucking starts fucking Logan up, dude. That part where he fucking claws him through his fucking armpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hurts every oh. time I watch that. Like, and then my- body slams him on through a fucking tractor tire, dude. Yeah. Ribbon tire. I'm like, holy shit. But watching that fucking dad take his dying fucking like his last die his last moments alive. It was like I'm gonna kill the motherfucker that killed. He my took family. all his energy. Yeah, I I love that part. He walks up to him and shoots the fucking. He crashes his fucking truck. Oh right, right, right. He's- Takes it between a truck and a fucking tractor, uh, hail, bale, uh, hay baler, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, there's a bunch of these spices shit sticking off in mm-hmm. it, and he fucking guts his ass. And he's still fucking, rrr, rrr. this dude just takes a double barrel, one to the fucking neck. Next one, boom, takes off a fucking chunk of his head, finally stops him. But then he looks at Logan. He's getting ready because to fucking he's shoot like, Logan. if you wouldn't have come here. <laughs> you did this to my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just dies. Well, like, he notices there ain't no bullets. Yeah, yeah, he clicks it, but, you know. So it lets you know, like, he would have tried to kill Mm -hmm. him. And it is sad. because It is very sad. Because Logan, like, the look on his face is like, he doesn't even try to stop. Because he knows what he did. I deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry for what happened. That's what I'm saying. This is like... It, it you could take this out and it wouldn't be a different, but it adds that F other layer of like emotion on top of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that's how they introduced the real bad guy. <sighs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. Rice and X twenty four. Right. Um, the Reavers are just kind of like the minions in this one. You know, they're not really like the big dogs. You think they are at the beginning of the movie, but everybody's working for somebody. So uh, that's when see they've been using Caliban to track them. You know, because that's what he does. Well, he's been fucking delaying it to where they can get a little time. And the doctor's like, look, man, I know you're fucking holding out. And he's like, I tried to help. And you had your people beat me like a fucking dog. Like, I'm not helping y'all anymore. And he's like, you are. Because we're not letting you go. Isn't this when he gets the... Well, they. that's when X-24 starts fucking killing the rednecks. Because Logan whoops their ass. And then they all come back with guns to try to intimidate him. Well, X-24 looks just like Logan. Right. <laughs> and I love he's like, now we can start you off with 5000 a week. He goes, 5000 cash. Now that's a week. Yeah. Like, he's, you're telling somebody that don't know nothing about that shit. He and just cuts his starts out. murdering the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> and the doctor's like, no. No, like he's yelling at a dog yeah, yeah. that won't stop. Well, like, well, because he said he only listens to you, so... He's like, get out there and do something. He's like, well, listen to you, Doc. <laughs> Personally, I'd have been like, are you fucking crazy? Look at that dude. I'm not going out there. That's your fucking science project. You will figure that out. <laughs> it's like having one of those uh, those very aggressive dogs, and they only listen to you, and you let them off the leash. It's like, go get your dog. I don't know about that. I feel like those people are doing that shit on purpose, though. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know this dog don't need to be around other dogs <laughs> like that. Like... They have to take him to the dog park, but I have to fucking keep a muzzle on him the whole time. Like, uh, Our neighbor has a, uh, oh, what do they call The big, big fucking fucking gorilla dogs. Like a mastiff? Yeah, a mastiff. Thank you. Uh, so the wife and I walked out yesterday. do. We were uh, going to go out. That, he's a great Dane. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marmaduke. 
Yeah. Marmaduke's a bull mastiff. And uh, we walk out of the garage and he's standing outside with uh, his owner. But his owner is a little lady and she's about five feet tall. And she has the fucking big ass chain, this bull mastiff. And he starts w- barking at my wife and she starts screaming because you don't know if this little lady is going to hold on to this big ass fucking dog. Because <laughs> there's nothing she can do about it. Because this dog could pull her ass. Yes. Drag her. <laughs> That's like a fucking small horse. It, it is. She could have rid- put a saddle on him and rode him. For real. <laughs> uh, there was a guy in my neighborhood growing up that had a bull mastiff, and that motherfucker was huge. When they, when the fucking cops took him to jail, they had to, they had to fucking order a special truck to put this fucking dog in because it wouldn't <laughs> fit in the things that they had for him. And I just remember they had a fucking thing around his neck and they were keeping it out. And this fucking dog was huge. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to pull it. And the dog's just like, no, I'm not going. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Make me? Pretty much. <laughs> and like, they had to like fucking, you know, it took like three guys to get this fucking dog up in the mm-hmm. truck. And I was like, Luckily, they're super friendly dogs. They're like, like the most lovable things. They're not aggressive at all. Like, What's funny is like the bigger the dog, the nicer they are. And the smaller they are, the more they want to eat you. Well, they just. They, they feel like they got a lot to make up for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a little man syndrome, they got a little dog syndrome. Yeah, because I mean? my my mom had a chihuahua that Balls no bigger than, thing, yeah, 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 no bigger than both of my hands put together and it would eat you alive if it had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> they got the attitude, but not the size. To really <laughs> mean little fuck. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like it's with any dog, you know, it's how it's raised, you know, like you could. You know, fucking junkyard dogs that are Rottweilers and shit like that. Well, like, I mean, they say that about um, pit bulls, but they're sweet dogs if you raise them right. That's what I'm saying. But it, this it, little fuck was raised right. We didn't mistreat this dog at all. It was a mean little fucker. <laughs> yeah, but also little dogs get to the point where it's like they have their person. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure they did do that to your mom. That's true. But everybody else, watch out. Yeah. You know? Dogs are also very loyal to that. Like, they know who takes care of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It is funny how, like, loyal. I don't, I don't know why we're on this dog tangent, but fuck it, I don't care. Because that dog, I raised her from a puppy. And then I moved out and, you know, was with the wife for years. And I would still, every day I go over there, I could still pick her up and she would mind me. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of funny. They remember. She, they, you know uh, I mean? they remember. I wasn't always around, but damn it, she knew daddy was home. Yeah, like I, uh, my dad's dog's that way. My dad's dog barks all day. As soon as I walk in, she knows like it's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just dogs aren't dumb. Like they know. Yeah, it's super interesting to me. But anyway, so, so that's. So he scrapes what's left of him mm-hmm. and, uh, they're riding and he, uh, he goes and buries Charles and it's sad. It's a really, so sad. it's a really hard fucking scene, man. Like I choked up watching it last mm-hmm. night. He keeps trying to, like, tell Charles that, like, he buried him somewhere nice. He keeps saying, you got water. And he, like, starts fucking slamming the shovel into the ground because, like, he just can't fucking get the words out. Yeah, the one good thing is this movie, like you were saying, it has all the other past movies on its side. Mm -hmm. You've seen these two characters just grow together and you get to this point. It's almost like a really long TV show. And it really wasn't, like, you know it didn't, like... That wasn't fake tears in me. Like, that's like Hugh Jackman going through if, like, he was really watching Patrick Stewart be buried. Right? Yeah, right. Like, or if he had to actually bury his friend mm-hmm. by himself, you know, and it's just a fucking, it, it's a heart-wrenching scene. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It just adds yeah, and to it. the, uh, Laura tries to hold his hand to comfort him, and he's like, if it wasn't for you, he'd still be alive. And 
Yeah, and then he goes to try to start the truck, and then he just goes fucking ape shit, beating the fuck out of this truck. <laughs> like it just shows. He takes the shovel and starts beating the fuck out of that truck, <laughs> and he just fucking collapses under the heartbreak and the injuries he sustained. Yeah. Um. Then you know, very very. Uh, so there's like a Bronco, another cool, uh, a couple cool vehicles in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Bronco is really dope. It's an older one, not the OJ Broncos, the 70s. Right. So they steal that. She takes him to a fucking, like, a pediatrician. Well, he shows up at the pediatrician, and uh, they he doesn't know about it yet, because after the pediatrician, she uh, walks to the Bronco, and he's like, you can't just keep stealing shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's what I was getting to, but oh, no, okay. he, she steals that right. to get him there. And he wakes up, and the, that's where the old man's like, you know, I really wanted to see one of y'all up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when you get the full view of how fucked up he is in this movie. Like, his fucking wounds aren't closing. Like, it looks like his right side of his rib cage is just fucking roast beef. And the dude's like, look, man, you need to relax. Like, you need to rest. You need time to heal. He's like, we got to check you in somewhere. He's like, I know you're tough, but you're fucking, something's wrong with you. Yeah, you're dying. Yeah. And he's like, I know what's wrong with me. He goes, and there ain't no fucking fixing it. Mm -hmm. He's like, you want to help me, doc? I appreciate what you did. He's like, but forget we were fucking here. And he tells the girl, come on, let's go. Mm Mm-hmm. He gets outside and he doesn't know where the fuck they are. He's like, or whatever. And then that's when she walks over to the Bronco. <laughs> Stop stealing shit. Can't just be taking shit. <laughs> and, uh, and she moves like little, uh, I'm assuming like phone book or whatever she was sitting on yeah. to drive him there. And he's <laughs> like, look, I don't know how you got me here. I appreciate it. He's like, but uh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I can't do this shit anymore. Because she wants him to take him to this place. And he saw that it was just a, place in a comic book it's not real but they use it as a well he kept the, and he, and he kept trying to tell charles like, oasis like, that's what it is uh, eden 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 he's like this is a waste of fucking time charles he goes she got the idea from a fucking comic book right and he's like it's real to her because mm-hmm. yeah, like charles like that was the coolest thing about it like he he saw it he saw the vision yeah, yeah he knows what he up. could never get logan to see it but he knew that he may not know what it was, but he knew it was something. It meant to something to her. It, so. it was something. It was worth doing it. Yeah. You know, like, like we may die, but like, what else were we doing? <laughs> exactly. We're you just waiting I mean? around to die like, anyway. Exactly. Like, let's at least make our last thing we do as humans or as last thing as we do on this planet. Like, let's help somebody. Yeah. Because that's it, what we used to do. Yeah. If getting this little girl to Eden is our last mission, then this let's our, fucking do it. Yeah. If this is our last hurrah, there's way better ways. There's not much better ways. We I'd could rather do that than lay here and die. Pretty much. Yeah. And, but like this part of the movie, you know, like Logan just gave up. Like he doesn't know what to do anymore. He lost his friend. He's lost his mentor. And all he has is this fucking little girl. <laughs> well, that's what is so good about this movie is it builds the character so well. Like he knows that if it wasn't because of her, none of this would have happened. But at the same time, he realizes she's a good person, mm-hmm. you know, because she is a part of him right. or a small part. So she says Donata and he's like, wait, what? You could fucking talk? He's like, 
where was that at the last 2,000 fucking miles? And then she starts yelling all the names at him. He's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And then she fucking punches him in the forehead. And it's fucking gold. Like, it's the best little back and forth I've ever seen. And then he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, just fucking shut up. And she's I like, like you're still fucking you're... hitting him and shit. Like, it's so fucking funny. So, like, he starts driving and, like, he's all fucking fu- passing out because of blood loss and shit. And she, like, tries to correct the wheel. And he's like, stop. So, so I got this. Then he just fucking passes out. So she just moves him over and fucking uses his legs as the fucking yeah, phone yeah. book and just drives <laughs> off. So they find her friends, which a lot of the kids made it, you know, which made me feel good. You know, a lot of the kids made it. Yeah, because they uh, use the Eden as a rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. They drag him up there and uh, he keeps coming in and out. And uh, there was one deleted scene that I I really wish they hadn't. And that was the scene with Sabretooth. He's Wait, not, I didn't know there was a deleted no, scene. He's not in it. The guy that played Sabretooth's not in it. But he wakes up from one of his fever dreams. And one of those kids is standing over the little kid, the little fat kid. Right. He's standing over him with a Wolverine action figure and a Sabretooth action figure. And he's like looking at him like, what do you want? And he's like, so... Uh, Laura said these are all, all the stories are made up. He goes, I mean, this guy doesn't exist. And he like holds up Sabretooth and he's like, he was a real guy. And he says something else about like, oh, did you hate him or something like that? And it's like, he says something like, I think it was more, we hated each other or something like that. I forgot what he exactly says, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just like a little thing to like, cause it shows like the look on his face. Like he's remembering all the shit he had going with Sabretooth at that moment. Sabretooth was always my favorite. Whenever he popped up in the X-Men and him and oh, the cartoons? Wolverine yeah. went at it. Oh, it was my favorite. I always collected cards of Sabretooth and uh, Wolverine. I like the, uh, I like the guy they got to play him in the original X-Men is mm-hmm. that old wrestler. I forget his name, but they pretty much just threw black contacts on him and <laughs> threw some mutton jobs. Killed it. Yeah, he was okay. He wasn't as like big as I wanted him to be, but you know. Well, he never had any. I don't think he had any lines in the movie. Or I don't anything. think so either. He was just like a big grunt, you know, yeah. whatever. But uh, Ian Schreiber, I thought he was probably one of the only good things in Origins. Was I thought he did a good job of playing Sabretooth. Yeah. Uh, rest of the movie's dog shit, but <laughs> he was good. And we haven't had like a really good Sabretooth, in my opinion. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do look forward to that once they do get the X Men ball rolling. Because mm-hmm. uh, if I'm if I'm Marvel, like I've been waiting for years to use these motherfucking characters. <laughs> We're taking all the shit out the toy chest, like for real. <laughs> that's just me personally. Yeah. But especially like characters like you said that like don't get a real good shake or whatever. Yeah. You know, go for the swing for the fences, man. I'd be using fucking Mr. Sinister. That's what, uh, that's what somebody made a video on. And they were talking about how they keep reusing these well-known characters, but like Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad showed that you can take out these like unknown characters and still make good movies with them. I think that was the funniest part about Deadpool too. You know, they used literally like the first run, uh, run through of the X-Force mm-hmm. and killed them all. Like within five minutes, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing to do. It's like they set up the time, setting up the team, and all this shit, and then literally the whole team died. Yes, <laughs> the Suicide Squad did, 
did a did it the same thing. Well, they they did a little differently, but yeah. it was still like I said, James Gunn's very very talented. Yes. He is. I hope he does more DC shit. Really, I, th- I hope so too because I do really like. God this. knows DC could use all the fucking help they could get right now. They don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Well, I heard they're trying to put someone in charge, kind of like Marvel has their guy. They want to have their DC guy, which I think they have him, but you got to leave. Him, you got to let him leave him in the job long enough to do anything, though, mm-hmm. bro. They they've gone through all these fucking dudes. Like, bam, bam, bam. They get like two movies and then they're out. Like, nah, that's not working. Like, get him out of there. And then they're canceling shit left and right. They said they filmed that whole Batgirl movie. The whole fucking thing. They lost. And just scraped it. They lost a billion dollars. Could that's, you just imagine that? They said that the fucking director was trying to record the bitch on her cell phone just so that she could have it to release to the public. Because she's like, why did we do all this fucking work if nobody gets to enjoy it? Because they let the fucking cast and crew watch it once. Before they put it in the vault forever. Yep. That's so fucking sad, bro. It's like, so crazy. Hey. And then you got Marvel releasing things like She-Hulk, which is... Have you seen it? I, I've seen enough. I, I didn't think it was bad. It's like terrible. I'm, I'm watching it. It's like, terrible. It's cute. It's got no, a little... It's got some funny stuff in it. Like, sh- you know, it's different. I like it. Um... The Harley Quinn animated show is pretty good. I've been watching that. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, old girl that played Penny from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. She plays Harley Quinn's voice. Oh, I see. It's pretty funny. They keep releasing stuff on the new Joker and Harley Quinn musical. Oh, really? Yeah. Like little teasers, like nothing major, but. I still don't want to see a fucking musical, dude. <laughs> Even though I know Joaquin will kill it. Yeah. And especially Lady Gaga. Like, she can fucking sing out this world. She so. can sing. Like I said, she she's can just act. weird enough. She can so. act, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm not worried about it being, like, badly made or whatever. I just don't want to see a wanna musical. don't fucking see a musical about my favorite villain of all time. Like, it's a waste, bro. Like, Yeah. Uh, shout out to fucking R.I.P. Olivia Newton-John. I know she died a couple weeks ago. Mm. Now how much you love Grease. Yeah. I know. I was really sad. I wanted to bust out Grease and watch it again. I almost bought it for you today. Yeah, I want that jacket. They have a sleeve that's a jacket that goes over the movie. Oh, I thought you wanted like an actual T-Bird jacket. I'm like, we I can mean, probably get you one made, bro. Like, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> get you a leather jacket with, that's a with special, T-Birds on the back. Right. No, it's a special edition. It's a uh, leather uh, jacket. that goes, Slip cover? Slip cover, thank you. That's pretty cool. It goes over the movie. That's I, keep, cool. People keep posting theirs because when she passed away, people are... Showing their versions of Grease, and I just have the bullshit regular DVD copies. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody has. Yeah. Unless you're like, you know, love Grease. Mm-hmm. I will say this out of most of the musicals, like, is other than like Disney animated movies, because I don't really think of them as musicals. Yeah. But if we're just talking about a movie that is strictly a musical, I'd say Grease has got to be one of the one of the best. Yeah. To ever do it. I agree. Uh, I can't think of many more. That are with it, but you know that's not my that's not my arena. Repo the genetic opera was fun. I mean, I wouldn't call it like a, a cinematic masterpiece or anything, but it was like, fun. Like Crybaby, like I watched that movie a bunch when I was a kid, and I still don't like it. Really? No, and I, I love like Johnny. I love Johnny Depp, man. Hairspray is good with uh, John Travolta. I've heard that. That's I've good. Heard that. Um, I worked at Mugs when it came out. Mm-hmm. I think I even had the poster for it, but like I never watched it. <laughs> They used to just take all the posters because I'd be like, 
fuck it, man. If I don't want it, somebody will want it. You know what I mean? I can't remember if I asked you, but do you still have those posters? I have some of them. Some yeah. of them I don't. I sold them at like garage sales and shit oh, for a I while. See. But I'll have to go look through because I know I still have a big old fucking stack because I kept the ones I like really liked. Think I got Die Hard Four. We need to make a collector haul. Yeah, just show of your old posters, of your old movie posters that but, you got from mugs. That's the problem, man. Like if you put them in a if you put them in a thing, you can hang them. They'd be nice, but like I just don't have the wall space, bro. Yeah, like my wall space is gone. <laughs> I got two posters that I've been wanting to hang for months, and I got nowhere to put them. I got uh, my stepdad got me his badass tombstone poster for Christmas. Yeah, and it's the fucking movie cover. It's got all of them. It's got Kurt. It's got Val. It's got everybody on that bitch. And that's so awesome. But I can't. I got nowhere to hang it. Well, whenever we get the studio for this, we'll hang all of our movie posters on it. Oh, so down, so <laughs> down. And then I got my mall rats that I've been wanting to put up forever. Yeah, but I'll get around to it eventually. Yeah, just wait till the wife's not there. She's like, what the fuck is this? Nah, I don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just something I did. But uh, so. He's in there for a couple of days, and the leader of the kids is this guy Richter that we were talking about earlier. Him and uh, him and X twenty three are pretty much like the oldest ones, like the the you know definitely the most leadership qualities out of them. And the rest of these kids, they all age; they're varying age from like eight to twelve, you know, fourteen, whatever. And uh, Wolverine goes up there like once he gets back on his feet. And I think it's a cute scene because all the kids, the last days there, they cut his hair to make him look like the comics. The old Wolverine, yeah. So <laughs> he wakes up and they, they've taken his mustache down to like next to nothing. <laughs> they gave him the chops, which I thought those kids did a pretty good fucking job yeah, considering yeah, yeah. they're cutting a, a sleeping guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and of course, he gets all pissy about it. Like, oh, fucking nice. Like, <laughs> fuck, these kids just trying to have some fun, bro. They're on the run for their lives. Give them a break. Yeah, you should try it sometime. Have some fun. And uh, being so bitter. So he gets out there, and the dude's like, Hey, man, uh, Laura told me what you did for her. Here's your money. She said you could have it, you know? And he's like, Y'all need it more than I do. And he's like, Shit, suit yourself. Like, we'll keep the money. And uh, that's when him and Lauren have that talk. And he's like, Look, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. Like, I can't go with you. Like, I'm not, I'm, this isn't what I do. And, uh, that's what he makes the comment about like people who I care about people that I love bad things happen to. And then that's when she's like, well then I guess I'll be all right. Cause she's like, you don't care for me. Yeah. So the he next passed. day he wakes up and she left a syringe of the, the green shit. What is, is it? It's just like a steroid or it's pretty much like mutant steroids. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, they give but it, it only lasso. They give it, he said, they give it to us because it makes us go crazy when we fight. It makes us stronger to fight. He goes, but if you use it little, it can heal you. It can make you, you know, it can bring you back. Right. And that's what she was telling him. Like every couple hours, just give yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and he's looking out and he sees them. And then he looks over to the right and he sees all the fucking military vehicles and yeah. shit going up. Pretty much meet him. Mm-hmm. So that's when he's like, fuck, you know? So he grabs the fucking syringe 
and he's running and he's running and he can't get catch up. And then it cuts to these fucking poor kids being chased like animals through the fucking wilderness. Right. <laughs> like your wild dog or your dog just got out and you're trying to capture them. They're it's fucking crazy. tackling these fucking kids and shooting them in the kneecap so they can't run and shit. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Man. I love the little scenes where the kids are using their powers on them mm. to try to. I'll do it when that little jit fucking freezes his yeah, arm yeah, off yeah. and then just fucking shatters it. I was like, hell yeah. Good for you, kid. Right. Um. It's the same kid that fucking freezes the ice cloth and tries to put it on him. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so he ain't cutting it because, you know, he's fucking dying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So my boy is just like, he has to make that decision. Fuck it. Takes the whole syringe. Whole syringe, baby. And uh, that's when you get the real cool shit. He goes full fucking berserker. <laughs> when he jumps through the fucking air. Just like in the fucking comics, man, and goes both claws into that dude's fucking chest into the tree. I st- I think I remember standing up in the theater and fucking clapping like, this is what I'm fucking talking about, <laughs> This baby. is what we needed. And it took us 20 years, but we're here. He's gutting motherfuckers left and right. Mm-hmm. Psh, claw to the eye, psh, claw to the neck, in the chest, all that good shit. Yep. So then they fucking put out a 50 cal and it's so cool. He like fucking drops down and the 50 cal just mows out like a fucking tree above him. So he goes up like he's going to calm down and shit. And then, you know, the bad guys got to tell them their fucking secret plan and everything. And he uses that opportunity to, uh, he takes the fucking gun. He finds off one of the soldiers. He shoots the fucking doctor in the head. I love that. It shoots Hoyt Holbrook in the fucking arm. So then they fucking release, uh, they release X-24. Yep. And he's like, sees his fucking doctor laying on the ground dead. He's like, that's it, boy. He did that to him. <laughs> he did that to him. And I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> so, of course, X-24 is mopping his ass. Like, it's not even fucking close. And uh, he just keeps telling Laura, like, run, run, you know. Y'all are good now. Run. So she stays and she helps fight. And then that's when Richter, who got, he got shot. He lifts up the fucking earth and flips this fucking big ass truck on top of uh, X-24. And uh, so you think they're cool, right? He's just laying there while the motherfucker pops out from under the truck and then slams fucking Wolverine on that fucking tree stump, dude. Sticks the branch through his fucking chest. Yeah. Well, then Laura blows his fucking dome off. Well, that's one thing we didn't mention is uh, Logan. Yeah, Logan's been carrying around this animanium bullet because he's like, this is the only thing that can kill us. And um, he was planning on committing. I think you're right. He was probably thinking he was going to kill Professor and then kill himself himself out on the boat. I think you're right. That makes a lot more sense now that I think about it. Which is like, it makes sense, even though it's like super fucking sad. But that's like the tone of this movie. Yeah, they they knew there was going to be no happy ending, no matter how they wrap this up. It was like you and fucking James Mangold fucking sat down and like, look, bro, we can make the best movie ever mm-hmm. or we can leave it open for some bullshit sequel spinoff that we don't, neither one of us want. Right. So he's like, what you want to do? Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's like, let's go for the heart, baby. Yep. And I'm glad they did too. I, I hate that open-ended shit sometimes. So yeah, she takes that bullet that he's been carrying around and fucking blows X-24 away. Mm-hmm. it's a really cool shot too she like takes like a fucking chunk of his brain it's gone like just big asshole <laughs> and uh she cuts him down and he's like pretty much telling her like don't 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 be what they made you 
you know, like, don't be like me, you know, like, try to live a good life and all that. Mm-hmm. And then he, he passes out, or he dies, man, and it's like, it fucking still got me last night. I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she keeps saying daddy, and <sighs> it's it's rough. She wouldn't even say his fucking name, and then, like, she's saying dad at the end, and, like, mm-hmm. she remembers that quote from the movie when they're in Vegas, her and Professor X are watching this movie, and he's telling her that this is a very, very important movie, and that his dad showed it to him when he was a kid. And there's a there's a little speech that the that the cowboy makes to a kid in the movie that you know, go on home to your mother. There ain't no more guns in the valley, and yeah, he's pretty you- much telling him that like you know, I've done too much wrong. I can't be redeemed, but uh-huh. you're safe and. So she says that little monologue at his like funeral. Yeah. And all the kids walk away and they've buried him and they put like a cross, you know, like how some people mark graves. Mm-hmm. But then she does like the most badass thing of all time and turns it into a fucking X. Yeah. Because that's weapon X. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to say a fucking few tears strolled down my face last night, just like it did the first time when I saw it in theaters. Yeah. But. Um- being in the noir, being in the black and white, like it, it, it's it, harder. It, it's what I'm saying, right? It yeah. doubled down on the fucking tone, bro. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I'll go back to watching in color. That's what I was thinking too, because you just feel this. There's such a strong connection to these characters when it's in black and white. Like you're just paying attention to what's being said, the emotion so much more. You're not distracted by all everything else. And I just think it it just paints a different picture. Like, I didn't think, you know, you know, you assume color does that stuff, but like, it's just fucking, wow. Yeah. Definitely one of those movies that like, I was like, you know, this could have been good either way. Yeah. If they would have never added color to the motherfucker, it would have been just fine. Agreed. Um, But yeah, it's definitely probably number two or three on my top five greatest superhero movies of all time. I'd have to agree. Like, it's right up there with the Dark Knight. It's probably in my top 15 of movies, just movies, period, of all time. I yep, love it that I'd much. I'd have to agree with that, too. Um, like I said, as far as swan songs and all that go, I don't think anybody can do it better. Uh, it's one of those few times that, like, I know why it's been so hard for them to replace it, because, like, how do you replace that guy? Yeah. You know, like. We don't even need a Wolverine for like another 10 years. I think that's the, I think that is the problem with the superhero movies being live action is you do have these characters that embody this character or these uh, actors that embody these characters. And it's hard to see somebody else play like Tony Stark and Iron Man. I was about to say like Captain America, bro, they're going to have a hard time without a legacy character. You know what I'm saying? Cause you got the, the, the Falcon so, like, I like him as a new Captain America, you know what I mean? And the Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's pretty much what that does is set up Sam Wilson as the next Captain America. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, you know, and uh, I'm all right with that. But this is the only way you should go forward if you're not going to do an old man Logan. Like, if you're not going to bring back Wolverine as a character and he's already an old dude. Right. Or he's already middle-aged or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see a 22-year-old Logan. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because they keep talking about using Terror Egerton and using this guy. Like, I don't want to see a young Wolverine. I don't I don't want that story. Right. Like, if you're going to do anything, show me a Wolverine that's, like, in his prime. Like, 
when he's part of the team. Like, show me that. I feel like I've seen all of his shit on his own. You know, I've seen the older years, and I've seen that. Like, I want to see the team. You know, like, when he's in the yellow and blue, full Wolverine get up, if that's the way you're going to go. But Mm -hmm. I definitely think that they'd be wasting it if they didn't use her for something. I think so, too. Like... Like I never in my million years. I mean, I, nobody's obviously nobody saw Fox being sold and all that shit. But the fact that they haven't even hinted at using this girl for something like that's a waste, man. Mm-hmm. Give her her own fucking movie. You Maybe when I mean? she gets older, she'll push for it. And when she's older, she can be like. I'm gonna assume she was playing like a ten or eleven year old in that movie. I'm gonna say she was like probably fourteen, fifteen, something right. like that. So she's probably close to being an adult by yeah. now. Because this movie was, what, 18? Yeah. 2018, 17. So, so five mean, years. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if she ain't 18, she's right there. So, mm-hmm. like, they need to give her her own fucking movie. Yeah. Set it in its own universe, just like this. You know, put it in its own thing, if that's what you want to do. If you don't want it, which is fucking crazy that you wouldn't want that to it, overlap into your MCU. It's a missed opportunity if you don't. But I think she would just be, fuck, dude, you could put her with anybody. Yeah. And she's going to kill it, like. You want to figure out a way to bring fucking Deadpool in? Fucking Deadpool and her? Yeah. That's some fucking, that's some good cop, bad cop shit right there. Right. Like, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Don't change the way she is. Like, she doesn't talk a lot, but she's still a badass. And then you got Ryan Reynolds for the comic relief. Mm-hmm. That could be fantastic. Dude. That's a, like, a moneymaker right there. That would be ka-ching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Especially with all the uh, Wolverine Deadpool jokes that have been going on for However long they've been doing it. I only used you because Hugh Jackman said no. You know, like you can write anything into that, you mm-hmm. know. But I give this movie a fucking eleven out of ten. Yeah. For sure. Like it's definitely a par pick all the way. Yeah. Uh, can't tell anybody. If you haven't seen this movie, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. And if you were waiting for somebody to tell you to go see it, shame on you, go see it. <laughs> like I said, this is one of the best superhero movies ever next mm. to the dark knight it's hand in hand with the dark knight the dark knight is more epic this is more emotion yes and like i said if especially if you've been invested with the character it's 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 the end all yeah. you know what i mean the alpha and the omega like mm-hmm. that's just, <laughs> it feels full circle like when you leave you felt like you watched a real friend die yep and like that's how i felt watching it last night and when i saw it for the first time like uh, I remember watching it for the first time. I'm like, damn, this is really good. But then watching it this time, I was like, fuck, this is good. Like I said, I've watched it probably three or four times all the way through. And, but it was all color. This is the first time I ever went black and white. And I think it's my free new way to watch. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have to agree. Yeah. This is probably one of those movies that I'll put on every once in a while, just to like every, like once a year or something. Well, that's why I ended up picking it because like, I remember where I think I was just scrolling YouTube or whatever. And they had like a 10 second clip from it. And I was just thinking to myself, like, why have I not watched this movie in so long? Mm -hmm. Like it is so fucking good. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's my next pick. I'm doing Logan. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Got you some DVDs. I do. Um, Do you want to do the next pick or do you want me to go through these and do that one last? Next pick last. Next pick last. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't have an episode last week, so I didn't get to show these off, but uh I bought this one because I've been on this Paul Thomas Anderson kick and I heard about this movie and I thought it was really good. Uh Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm sure you guys have seen my episode that I put up. It's how Paul Thomas Anderson uses metaphors in this movie. I fucking love this movie. And it's not one that I wanted to make you sit through. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. You would have hated this because it's slow and it's about dresses and this love story. And you're yeah. just not, not your cup of tea. And I like Daniel Day Lewis too. I he's mean, he, fucking phenomenal. In this. He's a goat. It's he just is. Like, well, we've talked about it. Like he just doesn't make my kind of movies. Yeah, definitely. You wouldn't have liked this. So I went ahead and put up that small little, just so I can talk about this movie. So right. I adore that fucking movie. I love it a lot. Um, I was at Best Buy and I'm always on the lookout for whatever they have. And they had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the I original le- steel yeah. book. I'm a legit jealous about that one. So I had to pick it up. I was like, ah, I can't pass it out for 10 bucks. Why not? So that's an awesome looking steel book. No, that's why, that's why I wanted to grab it. And this one, I've been talking about it on the past few episodes and I finally saw the steel book at Best Buy. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and pick it up. Plus I love this steel book, Angel Heart. Oh yeah. Doesn't that steel book go so hard? That is a cool ass And that book. slip cover. <laughs> that is cool shit. I love Best Buy steelbooks and their slip covers. Like they're killing it lately. And that was only 10? No, this one was, was like 25. Say. What did I say? <laughs> it's 4K. So, uh, and then I figured, I know you don't have the original. Right. So yeah, there you go. It. You can have that. This is definitely one of those ones I haven't seen in forever. <laughs> I might do it on the podcast. So now that you have that, and plus it'll be a good talk movie to talk about because I've never seen it except. I bought that at FYE randomly because Robert De Niro, and I loved it a lot more than I thought I was going to. The best thing I remember about this movie was how good that beard was. <laughs> it was a great beard for De Niro. <laughs> Look at it. And plus, we were talking about, uh, ah, shit, oh, what's his Rourke, name? Mickey yeah. Rourke, and this is when he, before all the boxing. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so I have your next pick. And I know you're going to think I'm punishing you because... Mm. We didn't do an episode last week, but I had this picked out before I knew you weren't going to do the episode, so don't take offense to it. Okay. But uh, we're going to be doing Sucker Punch. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Is that the one I fucking gave you? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's a good thing I got your shit copy at the house. I guess I can still just throw it in. Ah, fuck it. I mean, that's not terrible. We've been on this, like, kick where I've been giving you good movies. I want to yeah. go back to when I used to give you shit movies and you complain about them. No, you're definitely doing that. <laughs> like, the worst Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> Fucking hands down. Oh, that's all right. So I've been writing. You know what? You know what? I have not seen it since the first time I saw it. So maybe, really? I'll, maybe I'll get a little bit. I barely made it through the first fucking time. <laughs> that's one of the only times I've ever been sitting in a movie theater. I was like, you know what? I might leave. <laughs> <laughs> That crate too. I was like, you know what, man, this movie sucks. Like, I may get up again. I've only walked out on Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I've never even seen that. Dude, that movie's so awful. Terrible. I remember that show on Nickelodeon when we were kids. No, this is it's a movie with uh Oh, Christina Ritchie. No, it's not Christina Ritchie, never mind. I was say I like her. No, it's not her. You know when the big Lebowski, the girl, what's her name? Oh, uh, Juliette Lewis. No, no, no. Juliet, uh, which one? Tara Reed? Tara Reed. Uh, Tara Reed pay- plays like a scientist and it's not believable at all. I was thinking of Julianne Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who that is. Mm-hmm. That plays uh, his love interest yeah. or lack thereof. Um, but yeah, so I'm in the middle of writing this story and it kind of like 
has some elements that Sucker Punch has, so I figured it would be a cool and fun movie to talk about, especially since you hate it so much. Like I said, maybe I'll maybe I'll get a new appreciation for it. You this will, time. but uh, <laughs> but uh, we could at least get some uh, fun top. Oh, before we leave, did you watch Prey? I did. I did see Prey. It's fucking great. Okay, thank you. I liked it. Yes. Yeah. Not my favorite Predator movie, but still very good. Um, in my Facebook groups, they keep like making lists of where it lies on the Predator scale. Where is it for you? Number three. Number three. Mm. I'm sure Predators is number two, right? Yeah. But the original is number one. Always going to be number one. You know, some people are putting it above that, bro. So I was thinking about that. I was I watched Prey and I was like, I think this might be better than the original. It's not. And I went back and watched the original. Yeah. I was like, no way. There's yeah. no way this is better. It's than the very good. It's very good. But it's also like you just have to enjoy it because once you start thinking about it, like how fast this fucking thing wiped out half a tribe, but now it's like struggling mightily hard with this fucking girl. Like, yeah. I'm just like, all right. Well, it's not only that, but what made Predator so great is it made you care about the characters mm. in it. So when they, when the Predator got them, you felt that shit. You were mad. And I don't like how she just ate this magic fucking flower and now she's invisible. Like, I think it would have been a lot cooler if they had done the whole mud thing again. Like, <laughs> honestly, though. Yeah. Because well, they even set it up. She's like sinking in the fucking mud I thing. Thought and she I'm, like, would, I, I'm like, okay, here we go. She's going to find out that she's got to stay, fucking keep her body temperature down. Nope. We're just going to eat a magic fucking flower. <laughs> but, I at least like that they were trying something different instead of rehashing old I I, li- I like the fact that it took it into the, to the eyes of the prey. Mm-hmm. I like that part of it. I liked the look of the predator, the, the uh, feral predator, I think yes, is what they call it. Cool. Looked badass. I liked that the, they didn't have a crazy amount of technology. Um, yeah, he shoots little arrows instead of a laser. Yeah, I thought well, that was so cool. It still kept the, like you said, the old school, the three prong. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it still had all the cool things of a predator movie. Um, I thought it was good pacing, great shooting. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Like yeah. I said, it's solid, but I just like Predator so much because I think that that was like the perfect Predator movie. Yeah, I think so too. You're and just not going to top it. Maybe you didn't, maybe they didn't uh, execute it the way it should have all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that. The fact that they dropped all the baddest motherfuckers from Earth on a fucking hunting preserve. <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? I might have been too harsh on it, but. Because the more I think about it, the more I, it is a fun concept. I just hate what's his fucking name. Adrian Brody. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The that 70s guy. Oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Yeah. I just hated him in that. Like mm-hmm. if they would have taken him out, I probably would have liked it a little more. I just didn't care for his character art. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I know I'm alone because I was on a live. When we were all talking about Predator and shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Because these people were like, yeah, fucking Prey is the second best one. Man, shit, I think I even like it more than the original. I'm like, well, first of all, chill out. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to calm down. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I was like, well, where's the rank on you? I was like, I'll give it three. It's a solid three. And they were like, well, what the fuck is better? There's two better than that. And when I said Predators, these motherfuckers like went to light into my ass. Yeah. And I was just like, look, man, it's personal preference. But if we're talking about an actual Predator movie, Predators was better. I was like... I don't know how anybody can like The Predator better than any of that shit. The last one they made, and that's with Shane Black writing and directing the mm-hmm. fucking thing. And I still then, haven't seen it. 
I had another dude. He watched it. He watched all the Predator movies because he loved Prey so much. He's like, I'm going to watch the whole fucking thing and then I'm going to rank them. Yeah. He said, I might put the Predator as my number one. I was like, I will fucking unfollow you. <laughs> like, I will fucking unfollow you over that shit. Yeah, that's some fighting words. Like I said, you need to watch it just to say you watched it. Right. The only one that, in my opinion, it was better than was AVP Requiem. Oh, yeah. That's the only one it's better than. I'll even take Predator 2 with Danny Glover over that shit. And I hate that one. Some people love Predator 2. I know, Mick. Mick and all them. They, they <laughs> love that shit, man. I don't think it's very good. You but. know what I've been watching? What? For some fucking reason? The Alien franchise? Some of them are really good. I've only seen the first two. Yeah, so, those are the best ones. So I watched the first one just for shits and giggles. And I'm like, well, let me watch two. And I was like, well, I watched these two. Let me watch three. And now I'm I'm about to start number four. Rec- uh, Requiem? No. What is it called? Um, Resurrection. Re- no, I just watched Resurrection. I well, Resurrection is the fourth one. He goes Alien, Aliens, Alien Aliens 3, three Alien Resurrection. And then... Then in you well, it depends. This is where people get to you that you got Prometheus. Okay. Uh and then the Covenant. 20. And then the the or was the one between Prometheus and Covenant. I forget which one it was, but That's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. It's where Ridley Scott came back to direct it. Covenant is the one where he came back for. That okay. was the last one. Yeah. It was the one before that. Is the sequel to Prometheus, I believe. Oh, so Prometheus has like a... It is an alien movie. Right. It's just not... It's giving you like... It's a prequel. Well, I know Prometheus is a prequel, but I knew... I thought there was one after Prometheus. I think it is Covenant. I think Covenant might be the second one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to get watching Covenant was like literally the first movie all over again. Just with a little bit better graphics and shit. I see. In my opinion. Mm. Covenant's the only one I don't own. I own Prometheus. I own... The other three, I own both Alien vs. Predators. I got halfway through Resurrection and turned it off because it's way too silly. I love Resurrection. Do you? Yeah. I I love uh, fucking Ron Perlman and uh, Sigourney. She kills it in that. Don't like it. It's so good. (laughs) Um, Three wasn't terrible. It's not I want to say three's got some cool shit to look at. It definitely had the best toys out of all of them. Mm -hmm. I remember them selling the toys and shit for it, but it's got like lot yeah i think everybody was just like oh james cameron's coming back for it. it's gonna be this it's gonna be that it wasn't yeah <laughs> but alien and alien 2 are fucking yeah phenomenal they are aliens sorry mm-hmm. but it's another great thing like should we call it two nah, i just put ass on it <laughs> yeah, i like resurrection even though it's it is it's not the strongest plot. No, but. it's it's silly. It's so 90s. And Ron Perlman is hamming it up hard. Do you know that scene where she throws the fucking basketball? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. They asked her, like, do you think you could do it? And she's like, yeah, I could do that shit. And Ron Perlman's like, yeah, what the fuck ever. It was her first try. Oh, really? That's why his look of shock is his real fucking look. Because <laughs> they just said action and she fucking whoop, dropped it bottom of the fucking net. And he's like, the fuck? Like... What I think is funny is she's the co-producer on all of these, and that's how she got her start, was Aliens, and she's milking, or it's just funny watching how she milked Aliens. It's like fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I don't want to do any more Halloween movies and then until another they one offer comes me out. millions of fucking dollars, and then I'll come back for yeah. it. Now I'm in two more. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's just funny how they, like, 
they got popular off this franchise and then they are the ones milking the well, franchise. Well, it was like the first thing we said today when we sat down. If a fucking, you throw enough money at it, it could solve, it could, it could mend bridges, it could fix relationships. It'll make somebody that said they'll never do something again be like, well, one more time. Yeah, know, right. It will be the end of it, you know. <laughs> I, oh, you will be happy to know that Carl Urban said he wants to play Dread again. Oh, really? He said he doesn't care what the fuck needs to happen. What they got to do, they said they bring it to him. It's a solid script. He'll do it again. So we just have to have the same writer director. Yeah, they're not gonna get as all the twenty twelve. You're not gonna get all that again. Well, you I, might get you might get the writer. Yeah. You're not gonna get the director. I just want a solid script. I just don't want it to be bad. Just just the twenty twelve dread was so good, and it's if I, I ain't gonna lie, out of all the fucking remakes that kind of fell by the wayside, like I will say that one was the best one. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I was thoroughly fucking shocked at how good it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this movie didn't do good. I was shocked that you haven't seen it. I, I mean, I owned it for God knows how long it sat on my shelf. Collecting I'm sure you dust. bought it when it first came out. And you're like, I'm going to watch this. And then never nope. got around to doing it. Got it at the flea market for 50 cent. <laughs> I said, Greg keeps talking about how great this movie is. I was like, fucking 50 cent. It can't be that bad. Right. You know, like, and I just <laughs> sat there and then you're like, let's watch Dread. I was like, you know what? I got the motherfucker. Let's do that. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I was just like, fuck, this is good. Yeah. Like, I fucking love Dread. I wanted it to suck because I actually liked the one with Stallone and, and, uh, and, and Rob. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, not a lot of people are a fan of that one, but I love that one, man. <laughs> um, I did the super cuts on that one and I was like, not a fan. <laughs> oh, man. It's straight cheese, bro. 90s it is. Cheese. It, it is hands down <laughs> the most 90s movie How do you in the bleed? worst way possible. That's what I thought you'd say. <laughs> Yeah, Stallone's killing it, that, bro. It's like one of my favorite Stallone movies, actually. Oh, God, no. What? It's like right up there with Rocky for me. All right, now we're just getting ridiculous. I think like it goes like Rocky. Rambo. Rambo, and then probably Dredge. Dredge. Yeah, Judge Dredd. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yeah. <sighs> I am the law. Well, I'm going to get off that fucking nonsense <laughs> and call it a day on this one because you're being silly. Um, but Sucker Punch next week? Sucker punch right to the balls next week. (laughs) Until then. Later, y'all. Later.